0: I'm Maureen, a former kindergarten teacher turned mom on the road, and this is Asha. You're listening to Readers on the Road. Mabel the Cable Car. Mabel the Cable Car by Virginia. Virginia. Lee. Virginia. Lee. Barton. Barton. Way out in the far west, there is a city of many hills. A city with water on three sides round. A bay city, a sea city, a gay city, a friendly city. A city of flowers and cable cars. The city of San Francisco. To the people of this city who love their cable cars, and especially to Mrs. Hans Klusman, leading light in the fight to save them from extinction, I dedicate this book. Signed, Virginia Lee Burton, 1952. Mabel was a cable car, a San Francisco cable car. Cling clang, clingity clang, Up and down and around she went. Mabel had a bell on top. Ring two to go. Ring one to stop. Underneath, she had a grip to grab the cable under the street. She had three different kinds of brakes. One for the wheels, one for the track, and an emergency brake to jam in the slot so she could stop whenever she ought. Mabel had a grip man and a conductor the grip man pulled the levers pushed the pedal and rang the bell for Mabel to stop or go the conductor collected the fares called out the streets and helped with the rear wheel brakes when the hills were very steep fares please ting ting let's go not too fast and oh, not too slow Stop at the crossing, wait for the light, then ride the cable right up to the top. Stop and look at the view. Down we go on the other side. Count for the curve, hold on. Down again to the end of the line. Turn around and do it again. There's please. Ting ting. Let's go. No hill too steep. No load too heavy, always cheerful and most polite. She rang her gong and sang her song from early morn till late at night. From late at night to early morn, Mabel rested with her sisters in the big green barn. Born in San Francisco long ago, they had watched their city change and grow. The new come in and the old go out while they remained the same. At night, while the city slept, they exchanged the news of the day or played the game, remember when, until it was time to go out again. Remember when the city was small and everyone knew everyone else and nobody hurried and nobody worried? Those were the good old times. Remember when mansions crowned the hills, when our family was large and rich and famous, the pride of the city and the joy of the people. Those were the gay old times. Remember the Sunday afternoon rides out to the public parks and beaches and the all-day outings on holidays? Those were the merry old times. They seldom remembered the terrible fire which destroyed the city overnight. Instead, they remembered how quickly the city rebuilt and grew some more. They remembered when many of the cable lines were changed into electric lines, and they remembered the first horseless carriage, and how people laughed and yelled, get a horse! Now the streets were crowded with traffic, and everyone hurried and seemed to be worried. Electric trolleys and gasoline buses had replaced almost all of the old family lines. Mabel and her sisters worked for the city. The city had been so busy growing, she had neglected her little cable cars, and they needed a new coat of paint. Mabel was always first out in the morning and last to come in at night. She loved her city. She loved her work, and most of all, she loved the people. Mabel's hill was very steep and very slippery when wet. Even taxicabs stayed off this hill in damp or foggy weather, but no hill too steep for Mabel. No matter the weather, wet or dry, she could not slip. She had her grip, and three kinds of brakes besides. Ting, ting, ting! When visitors came from the rest of the world to see the sights of the city, they admired the beautiful views, the two bridges, the public buildings and parks and zoos. But what they liked most of all was to ride on a little cable car. They paid no attention to the trolleys and buses because they had plenty of those at home. This made Big Bill, the bus, just a bit jealous. After all, he boasted, I'm bigger and stronger and newer and faster and more commercial. His route ran by the city hall and he knew the city fathers. One day... As Mabel was going along, taking her time and singing her song, Big Bill honked his horn and hooted, "'Out of my way, out of my way, you little old cable car! "'I just heard the city fathers say the cable cars must go, "'that you're too old and out of date and much too slow and can't be safe, "'and worst of all, you don't make money!' What they want is speed and progress and an econ-omi, and that means us. Ho oh, oh, ho poor little old cable car. Too bad you're not a bus. And he ground his gears and shoved his way into traffic, leaving a trail of gasoline fumes. And Mabel, sad and unhappy, Oh me, oh my, oh deary me, if this is true, what shall we do? Anyway, I'd rather be me, a little old cable car, than a great big old, chummy old, stuffy old, and yes, smelly old bus, she said as she choked on the gasoline fumes. Of course, she didn't say this out loud because she was much too polite. The rest of the day seemed long And dreary. Mabel's heart was sad and weary. The hills too high and the load too heavy. Her bell rang wrong. Ding dong, ding dong. Soon the news leaked out from City Hall what the city fathers planned to do. Some people said, too bad. Hate to see them go. Progress, I suppose. Others sighed and said, we'll miss them. What a pity for our city to lose her cable cars. We'll be like any city. And one person said, why do we have to? We, the people, are the city. Why can't we decide? So they called a public meeting in the public library of all the friends of the cable cars and called themselves the Citizens Committee to Save the Cable Cars. Letters and telegrams poured in from all over the world begging the city fathers to keep the cable cars. The Citizens Committee stormed City Hall, demanding a chance for people to vote to answer the question yes or no. Shall the city keep her cable cars? Pooh, pooh, said the city fathers. Just sentimental talk. Besides, you need to have a petition to put the question on the ballot. No sooner said than done, the people signed a petition and presented it to City Hall. So the fate of Mabel and her sisters was put on the ballot as question one. The citizens committee got busy with posters, parades and publicities. Save the cable cars. Every day there were speeches, and the people started taking sides. Some said yes, and some said no, but nobody said perhaps or maybe. The no people had facts and figures, and the yes people answered with more. The no people made more noise, but the yes people worked harder. Big Bill, the bus, was sure he'd win, So late at night, while the city slept, he crept out to practice climbing Mabel's Hill. Up and down, stop and start. Nothing to it, boasted Bill. What's all this fuss about this hill? Then came one damp and foggy night when Big Bill tried to stop halfway down. He slipped, he slid, he turned around. (gasps) Whew, that was close, groaned Bill. I don't think I like this hill. At last, election day arrived when the people would decide by vote whether the cable cars would stay or go. The polls opened at seven in the morning and closed at eight at night. No more speeches, no more talking, just one vote from each and every one And no one could tell what the answer would be until the polls were closed and all the votes counted. The people stood around quietly and waited for the votes to be counted. Mabel waited. Big Bill waited. The whole city waited to see what the answer would be. Nine o'clock. The city would be yes. You think, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, midnight? Hooray, shouted the people. The answer is? Yes. Yes, the cable cars have won, three to one. Hooray for the cable cars, long may they live. They gathered around Mabel and covered her with flowers. They turned her around and all climbed on. No fares, please. Ting, ting, let's go. This ride's on me and free for all. It reminded Mabel of the good old times when everyone knew everyone else and life was gay and friendly. On her way back, Mabel met Big Bill. Congratulations, he honked. I'm glad you won. Your hill is too steep for me and much too slippery when wet. Thank you, rang Mabel, and let's be friends. Okay, said Bill, and by the way, I just heard the news. I just heard the new city fathers say that you and your sisters each would have a new coat of paint. Also, they have named one day each year to celebrate as Cable Car Day. Thank you again, and ting ting, and good night you're welcome. Beep beep. Okay, seeing you. Home went Mabel, clingity clang, ringing her gong and singing her song. Good news. Ting ting. Good news, she sang. Our day's not done. It's just begun. The end. The first of the cable cars was born in San Francisco, August 1st, 1873. The invention of Andrew S. Halliday, born because Halliday was fond of animals and could not bear to see the poor horses struggling and falling down when they tried to climb the steep hills, which were so slippery when wet. So successful was the first cable car that soon there were many more, as many as eight different companies. Were formed and operated in San Francisco in the days before the earthquake and fire of 1906. After the fire, many of the cable car lines were converted to electricity. Then, as the city grew and changed, progress in the form of streetcars, gasoline buses, and trackless trolleys took over all but two of the remaining cable companies the Municipal Railway Company owned by the city, and the California Street Cable Railroad Company, recently acquired by the city. For lack of space and to simplify matters, I've used only the municipal cable car, but the story of their survival is much the same. For further information on cable car history, I recommend Cable Car Carnival by Lucius Bebe and Charles Clegg, and if you want to know what makes them go, Read Frank Parker's Anatomy of the San Francisco Cable Car.